Hello and welcome to another episode of IJS Speaks. This is your neighborhood financial economist, Katie Mark. Since the lows of last October, financial markets have rebounded higher in line with the post-COVID reopening of the Chinese economy and a simultaneous mild winter in Europe. At home, we have experienced an exceptionally resilient labor market in the face of tightening monetary policy and subsequently tighter credit conditions. Measures of inflation in the U.S. are trending lower from their post-COVID peaks of around 10%, which is great news, but Current levels being above 4% is still nowhere near the Fed's target of 2%. So it is safe to assume that we can expect more policy tightening from the central bank. The market reaction to more of the same from the Fed might be a little different going forward as expectations have to fall in line with the economic reality that the world faces. As inflation has been falling in the U.S. over the past, let's call it, couple fiscal quarters, so has the dollar as market participants have anticipated an eventual pivot in monetary policy back towards accommodation in easy money, the so-called soft landing. Well, the coming couple fiscal quarters will probably see the impacts of the rising interest rates finally have a meaningful effect on the labor market. Now, thus far, the recent memories of labor shortages during the post-COVID reopening in the U.S. means that employers are more likely to cut hours versus cutting headcount. While this apparent labor hoarding has been supporting wages, which paired with falling inflation means that consumers have actually been experiencing real increases in their income, albeit from very depressed levels. Stock markets have latched on to this idea and they are reflecting a world where economic activity slows but just enough to bring down inflation. Not enough, however, that lots of people lose their jobs as a result of the slowdown. Classic case of wishful thinking. Safe haven assets are beginning to paint a different picture. Let's start with the US dollar, which is my quintessential measure for demand for liquidity globally. Looking at a chart of one year's worth of price data, I see that the dollar has made a double bottom between January and March of this year. Now, in technical analysis terms, a double bottom chart pattern typically signals a reversal. In this case, a reversal of the dollar moving higher, which, if confirmed, would move to undo some of the depreciation we've seen since last October. 
Looking back at the year-to-date price data on both gold and the U.S. 10-year Treasury, so January through April, which are both considered safe havens in times of market uncertainty, we observe a high and positive correlation between the two instruments. Which simply means that when one price did something, the other did something similar shortly thereafter. The price data are also presenting the beginning of a rectangle chart pattern in technical analysis terms. Now, the idea behind the safety and liquidity trade is simple. The dollar moving higher at the same time as other safe haven assets like gold and U.S. government debt is never a good signal from financial markets. And typically, risky assets like stocks, commodities, and crypto sell off in response, which further feeds into the negative sentiment shift. The labor market tends to be a lagging indicator of economic activity. And so by the time businesses en masse decide that it's not worth holding on to full staff and labor supply overshoots labor demand, interest rates would have been too high for too long and the damage would have already been done. As the summer months approach, market participants will have to adjust their expectations for economic activity in the back half of the year. Consider two scenarios. Scenario one, the rate of change of the drop in inflation slows and the Fed keeps ratcheting up interest rates until economic activity grinds to a halt. We get an acceleration in unemployment, and inflation finally drops back down to the Fed target of 2% with a recession. Scenario 2. The long and variable lag in monetary policy is realized, and market participants conclude that the Fed has already gone too far as the rate of change of the drop in inflation accelerates, taking it below the Fed target and creating an even sharper jump in unemployment, which of course results in a recession. Basically, we're dealing with an issue of what flavor of recession will, not can, the Fed create. The difference being short and deep, where there is a sudden drop in inflation and economic activity, which the Fed can quickly address with interest rate cuts, versus long and shallow, where there is a grind lower in economic activity and inflation, to which the Fed's response will be hesitation to accommodate as they will fear a resurgence of inflation, which could put them in the opposite of a liquidity trap, where addressing one problem exacerbates another. In either scenario, the U.S. consumer goes on the defensive and corporate earnings are directly affected negatively. This has been your Neighborhood Financial Economist, Katie Mark. When in doubt, 
take profits.